rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what a game is now, and, and where you think it's going in the next five years, based on the trajectory of where we at now. Shit, next five years. I mean, if it's still on the same track, it's going nowhere. Like, this shit watered down right now. Um, I listen to it. But, you know, it's just a new generation of it coming. And um, hopefully in five years, you know, it'll be a turnaround. But well, it's, it's definitely going to be, like, what type of, what you think. I mean, I think I think hip-hop is back. I think it's in full. You see Jay, Nas, Kanye. Like all the original greats reestablishing their order, and then you got the young people, the young boy, you know Drake, uh, Kendrick, J Cole, and then of course you got the mumbling, you know, and then the Chicago with the drill. So I I, I just feel like hip hop is trying to make a new way back, but I think it'll be better than it was in the nineties, golden era. I think it is coming to a point where. Nah, I don't think it'd be better than the nineties. It has to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it's almost like we kill yourself. You know what I mean? Like if tomorrow, if you don't think your tomorrow's gonna be better than your yesterday's, then it's like you didn't live your best days already. So I think we got to be kind of more optimistic. You know? Yeah, we can. I, I hope we do. But see, back in the nineties, they didn't have social media, and you know they ain't had really the internet. The internet started popping to like the late nineties, right? And, like the internet, people just want like clout. They just want attention and do whatever, man. That shit crazy. Like, um, like six nine, he talking um Chief Keith and um, what's the other one? We, fuck, uh, what's the other one? Man? You know what I'm talking about? Right? Yeah, you talking about uh with six nine clowning with Chief Keith and Baby Mama and just and Lil Reese and all them. You know, yeah, he's doing that for cloud. He like he, he showed up in videos talking about my old block, but there was like the security cameras were like he was there at, like three o'clock in the morning. He was yeah, out, he was. I mean, I knew that right away because I when I used to work out early in the morning, which I'm hoping to do it tomorrow at four. When you wake up at three, four, the birds chirping. Like we know, I we know our city. You know what I mean? So we we do that without security cam. We don't need investigate. You know what I mean? We live, so it's like we know what what happened. But I mean, it was clout chasing in the nineties, man. I know you, I know you love Nas, J, and them, but it was also MC Hammer. It was also uh, Millie Vanilli, and you know, people singing without it really being a voice before Auto Tune. You know, it was a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people stealing people flows, raps, other people writing their raps. Nas wrote for a lot of artists that people think is. You know, somebody today, uh, you know, it's a lot of that was going on. You know, Drake, you know, learned his strategy from Jay-Z, you know. So, I mean, the game is where it is now because of what happened yesterday, you know. And so it, it can be better because we got the Internet, you know what I mean? And we got more like the game. Put it like this. People like Nas didn't really exist back then. They really couldn't. Because the labels wanted you to be what was already happening. And it had to go their way because they was in control of your masters and your publishing. But now you got the internet, you kind of, the middleman is gone. So if you want to make a record, whatever you want to do, you can do that. And you can push it. And, and I'm doing that. 
So, so I think the next question would be for you, like, like, so what do you, we, like, I hear the pessimistic side. So we got a choice in the future. Like I'm saying the future don't have to just come and be doom and gloom. We can make it better. You could be that one change. So like, what, what, what do you feel like you can do in hip hop or what do you do in hip hop? And how could you enhance that in the next three to five years to help change it? I mean, just keeping it real, you know, just trying to be real, you know, not saying be the realest, just, I mean, be real with you rap about, you know, stuff like that. Don't try to be the next man because he popping right now. You know, just be yourself, you know, be original. And it's a lot of artists that's like that. Um, it's, I don't name them quite a few, like um, XA. XFX Tassion, he was like that to me. Yeah, you he know? was his own. He was his own. How it came into him is how he let it out, you know. Yeah. Man, man. Cause you know, anything that Drake tried to steal, you know the nigga hot. You know how they were saying Drake stole his flow? Yeah, he like, came to Chicago and stole a lot of he went everywhere, but he's just well, you gotta know his background though. Him coming from Canada, being in the suburbs, all he got to do would be on that internet and study those CDs and be in the basement. He the only child. So all of that, he all he can do is just study. So he think this is still him studying people flows. But when you get, it's different between being in class and being in life, you know. And I think yeah. what Drake did was like study life like it was class. Like, oh, all I got to do is take what he did and then take what he, like you can't do that when you get around real people though. Like maybe in class, because it's in the book, and most of those people are dead anyway. But when you start taking from people who are alive, you know, like, it starts to be like, and then they making their career, they just starting now, and he taking from them. Or they ain't even made it hot yet, like X or whatever, and he was taking his style. He just, he didn't know he was even doing that, though. He's doing it because he's been doing that his whole life. He's studying and taking from people, you know. Yeah, I ain't never think of it that way, but you know, I listen to Drake. You know, people I don't uh, agree on their lifestyles and you know what they uh, do, but like Rick Ross, like when all that jail shit came out, you know, people put him on blast, you know. Uh, well, he was a CEO, and I still listen to his shit, you know. Uh, Mastermind, that, that's one of my favorite albums, but. I just wish you would like, when I say keep it real, I wish you would like keep it real. Like, yeah, I mean, he had a family. I had to do what I had to do. I was a CEO. Right. I mean, he should have said that. And then you could have talked about the dope and all that after. Right. But, but at the same it. time, the pressures of the game and signing deals. And that's why I say when you have ownership of your own shit, bro, what you can do is you can begin to be like, yeah. Like Eminem said, I live with a trailer with my mom because he took ownership of like who he was fully. And then he used that as like a way to be like, in what? You know what I mean? And so a lot of people and artists don't have that in them, especially us, our people, because we've been so oppressed. We just like, we at a point where it's like, well, we're going to get whatever we can get and we're going to hustle. But when you're in a position, even being white and being poor, you're still in a position where you can just be like, hey, this is who I am, man. I mean, what's the problem? But with us, we've been so oppressed with being who we are, our color, the way we look, 
our accent, our nose, our skin complex, light, dark. So we just like, man, we just want to be free. And if we can just be accepted for being, if we can act like y'all and still drive the car and eat food regular, then we'll do that. And I think that kind of snuck into hip-hop when it wasn't posed to. Hip-hop was supposed to be the liberation movement to liberate us from those type of talks and be like, yeah, this my nose, this my face, this my life, thug life. But I'm going I'm using it to liberate my people, not in a derogatory manner, but we're gonna take the word nigga and we're gonna say nigga gods and we're gonna transform. So hip hop was a transformation movement. It was to take your negative and use it to bring positive light to your negative situation. You know, that was hip hop. So yeah. But like, you know, in the glorified like glorifying the drug use or whatever, you know. I mean, I've been listening to music since the nineties, you know. I'm thirty-six, so Okay, I'm thirty-two. I've been listening to all that, but um like a lot of young kids they just, you know, take up music and try it. Like a lot of kids heard like Jeezy and probably try to sell drugs. Some of them made it, some of them didn't, you know. It's the um the message behind the music too, like because they're taking it wrong with it and not knowing the consequences all the way of it. And uh, that's the thing, too. When right. I, I would tell, like, the, the newer rappers, you know, the younger ones, like, you know, like the, what's it, like, Little Pump and them, you know. You're going to be around for a while, you know. Just um, have a message. Right, have a message. And you know what? A lot of these kids, due to the internet, bro, is that they might grow up in front of our eyes, a couple of them. Like, they might switch it up and start to be like, chill with the old heads or get some wise words, and you might hear it creeping their music in their video or the way they dress. You might see something and be like, okay, I think they starting to, somebody getting it, okay. You know what I mean? Because they are young, and the internet wasn't around when we was, you know, I'm 32, so you four years older. You can you know the time when the internet was like it popped, and you know when it was like there, and we was just like whatever. You know what I mean? So now that we got the internet, like that, these kids growing up with it, bro. Not, they not like me and you. They they the first day one, they got the iPad and phone, and you know what I mean. So it's a little different, and then the parents ain't there, and the culture of hip hop ain't supportive as it was in the '90s. So you do kind of got to excuse it. That's why I say me and you, we got to be able to figure out, well, like, what are we able to do to kind of add to the next three to five years of what's going to happen? Because you're going to be 41, you know what I mean? So it's like, are we going to sit on the sideline and be like, man, these kids, or are we going to be like, damn, like they really a reflection of us of what we did and didn't do. You know what I mean? So, like, we set the foundation that they walking on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. You know, so I mean, I'm. So, do you do music? Are you an artist yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do music. I got music on SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, and um, like this podcast story was like a month ago. Um, it's on um like eight other platforms. Okay. Um. Well, I tell you what. Let me let me know what it is. Find me on. I don't know if you got another phone or something available, but I'm a. Uh, find you on Instagram right now and see if I can follow you. And uh because we gotta we gotta build up and we gotta if you feel a strong way about this, then we gotta take the next step in, in action. And I'm already been doing things. I, I go to Illinois Media School right now. 
I'm downtown. I'm in the area down the street from me. That's a rich, wealthy area, and I deal with them. And I'm sitting in my studio now that I built. I own my masters. I own my own label, you know, and everything. Like, I, I really put in the work. I used to work with Sony, Atlantic Records. I wrote for Bird. Now he hit maker. He just won a couple of plaques uh, today at the, you know, the BET Awards or whatever. But uh, I grew up around Kanye West, Lupe, and all of them. They was in my cousin's group. Well, not officially in his group, but they, you know, Kanye got denied three times. This is what made Kanye who he is today, which is the the attitude. You can't tell me nothing. You know, the hustle, the Chicago, they, they don't accept you here. So he went through that. But that was through my cousin's group. So I kind of grew up from eight to 14 around that whole movement. And it, and it ended 99, 2000. And then that's when he made the move to New York after living in the apartment. Uh, which was my cousin's on 99th in, in Vincennes. So, um, you know, I'm real embedded into this hip-hop thing, and I just want to make sure we do what's necessary to take us to that next that next level. You know, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, bro. Yeah, this is going to take a lot of work, you know, a lot of patience and time. And, Hell uh, yeah. I mean, what are we going to do anyway? You know what I mean? If you really love hip-hop, I mean, whether you're going to be part of hip-hop, yo, whether five years is good or not, you still going to be like, you ain't going to give up your favorite records or or hip-hop. So it's like, we might as well, you know, for our kids. You got kids, bro? Yeah. I mean, there you go. <laughs> it's going to take a long time for them to grow up. But when they grow up, you're like, damn, it was just yesterday he was five, now he's 15. You know, so... I don't have no kids, but I got nieces and nephews, and I just put a couple of them through school. Uh, graduation and made sure, you know. So that's what it's about, bro. We just got to do our part. But what's your, what's your Instagram, bro? It's BAM2837. BAM. What, BAM what? 28376. Okay. Okay, I'm following you now, bro. They say Ray Bands and all type of shit on your shit. Yeah, somebody hacked into my shit, man. <laughs> yeah, when I be seeing that shit, I be like, oh, I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you need to delete all of that shit off that end, bro. Oh, God. But yeah, uh, mine is um, go to Owl You Love. Type in Owl You Love and look me up, bro. I'm on there. And we'll link back up. For real. Okay, I see you, all right? Yup. Yeah, that, that's my other Instagram. I'll you love. 